This is taking my voice back. Hey, this is Eric. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. You're listening to Transform Media, the podcast for interviews with Christian music artists, authors, and actors. Hello, and welcome back to the show. Today we've got special guest Eric Marshall of Young Oceans with us to talk about their music and the purpose behind it. Hi, nice to meet you. This is Mercedes from Transform Media. How are you doing today? I'm good. Hi, good to meet you, Mercedes. Thank you. Are you ready to get started? I'm ready, yeah. Awesome. What's your story when it comes to Young Oceans? How did you get started with the band? And what's your ultimate goal with your music? You want me to answer all three of those right now? (laughs) Well, kind of just like your story, um, you know, kind of in one, you know, encapsulating kind of statement when it comes to Young Oceans. Yeah, I'd say that Young Oceans is, is a is a music collective that I that I run and I I write the music for and essentially we we create music is what I like to call it it's worship music but it's in its recorded form I think it can be useful for people to just have as something to center them and and for them to meditate on um, it's very scriptural and um, essentially we we make music that we ourselves we the band would love to listen to so that's kind of one of our goals in the studio definitely well whenever i was listening to it you know preparing for this interview i definitely felt that prayerful consideration when it comes to the music and comes to you know writing it and it definitely felt like an experience rather than just a song well i'm glad to hear it i'm, I'm honored that you go check it out so when did you get started with the band were you solo before or did you start the band whenever you started your music career I've been pursuing music um, for a long time, since really since college. Uh, I've been playing in bands, and you know, one iteration of 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 a band or a project would would turn into the next thing, and and you just kind of keep rolling. And along the way, you you play music with lots of friends, but like so, most of those projects tend to come and go. So often, you're just left doing your own thing um, by the time you get to be my age. And so, I was playing music in New York, playing. In a, in a really just kind of like a pop band, a rock band. And, but I was also as my primary work leading worship at a church. And so we were, we were writing music for our community to sing, uh, me and a bunch of the other worship leaders. And, and that was a really exciting time. And so the first grouping of Young Ocean songs were specifically had been written to be sung in a church context, and they still are. It's just that that first one, I had no idea that I'd have a chance to record them use, you know, under the name of this thing that eventually was called Young Oceans. Well, that's, that's so cool. So like when it comes to like your songwriting process, are you thinking about um, singing it in the church or singing it in a studio? Like what kind of place do you come from whenever it comes to writing each song is it like purpose to be sung in church for all of them or do you have different kind of places that all of them come from Uh, it varies Uh, primarily i i I like to think that most of these pieces were were really are really purposed for um for groups of people to sing now there's there's definitely songs along the way that that um you kind of find just aren't hitting that mark, but we will still record them. And that, that can still be really cool. Like there's, you know, you'll obviously hear songs that are more 
for whatever reason, just don't seem to fit into that mold. Um, but I still like to, to make those and put them out. You know, again, they can still exist as just something that people want to want to just live with and listen to. I, I think I personally, uh, as much as I, um, love, um, the Lord and I love music and I love worshiping the Lord worship music sometimes for me is kind of a bummer. <laughs> um, it, they don't always, they don't always meet in the middle and, and hit all the marks. And so like, um, it's a really, it's a really hard art form. Definitely. And especially like seeing, you know, worship in church or just like hearing different worship songs on the radio. Some of them, you know, they do hit the mark and then sometimes they don't, you know, you want something deeper, something more of an experience rather than just. Yeah, I totally agree. So how do you see true to your faith in the music industry? You know, especially with everything that's gone on this year, you know, is it hard, you know, to be a light for Jesus as an artist with everything that's been going on this year? Yeah, I don't I don't think it's any harder for a musician than it is for a, a plumber or a electrician or a teacher or a politician to, to stay hard to, to stay hard. It's hard for everyone to stay true to their faith. And and that's that seems to be the deal that each of us um, daily has to has to sort of reconsecrate, consecrate ourselves to the Lord. So I actually would say in some cases for me, although there, I think that there's a lot of spiritual warfare that worship leaders experience, um, I would say that um, in many ways, I feel really privileged that I get to work out a lot of these ideas with with poetry in a cathartic way. And so I feel in a lot of ways like I can, I can dive into some of the struggles of the Christian walk um, almost more readily than someone that doesn't have a chance to make music like I can. Yeah, definitely, for sure. So out of what place, so the song Suddenly Among the Ruins, I think that it had came out last year around that time. What place did that song stem from? You know, it definitely felt like a different kind of a song that I'd never heard before. And was there a specific event or time in your life that had led to this song or, you know, something specific that led you to write this song? So you're referring to the song Suddenly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there's there's a couple of versions of it. So yeah, I think what you must have heard was um, it's on a live record we did. The live record is called Among the Ruins. Yeah, the song Suddenly was the title track of our last full length. Um, and um, it, it really, it's really just a play. Uh, the, the, the poetry of that song is really just a play. It's kind of working out the, the paradox that I think I think most people, if they're if they're willing to be honest, experience when when they're sort of going through life, trying to, as it were, um, see God in their lives and see God at work or or commune with God, whatever language you want to use. Um, we often have the experience. Um, or I'll say that I've often had the experience where um, my faith really is so infinitesimal you know and and often in those moments when you feel like all is lost and you just can't seem to sort of hear the lord or feel it or whatever that might mean is more often when um in some sense he shows up and so that's that idea of that word suddenly so the phrase of the chorus is suddenly i'm waiting 
suddenly you're there. You know, it's just the prayer life and, and I think walking with the Lord is means means for me having to make peace with a lot of paradox. Um, and so that song is is my best language to try to to try to poetically list out a series of paradoxes and and proclaiming that even when all seems lost, the Lord is there. Yeah, definitely. And I think that is such an important message, you know, especially for the time that we're in right now. And, you know, for me specifically, you know, you explaining that song and whenever I heard it, it, it definitely helped me a lot because for me, the past couple months have been kind of that exactly trying to find, you know, where God's at. Because, you know, I've gone from going to college to taking a semester off and transferring school because I feel God calling me somewhere else. And so, you know, finding God suddenly, you know, in the moments where you don't think he's there is actually the time that he's there most prevalently. Mm. Yeah. So you get it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad glad you can connect with it. So what's your favorite song that you've written over your entire music career or song or poem and you know why does it mean so much to you <laughs> i hate this question so much i i really gosh it, i'll i'll pick one but just so you know i'm just picking one i really i genuinely don't have a favorite um because i, I have to be honest sometimes i think that i the thing that i think the love i love the most i end up sort of just hating it at, at one point <laughs> that's kind of the nature of creating um uh I would say a song that is every time I sing it just still feels really true um, is a song called Until These Tears Are Gone. Um, it's a it's a mournful idea. It's a lament song, but it's also very hopeful if you if you listen to it and check out the lyrics. But that's maybe my favorite. I think it's it's um, it's super simple in its approach, but I can I can say just having played it and led it many times that it's one that still feels really true each time I do it. Mm-hmm. I say sometimes the best songs are the most simple because they just they make you feel something when the ones that have you know all the instruments or all the lyrics you know sometimes they're just so overwhelming. So like the simple ones are the ones that kind of help you to you know, really grasp what you're trying to, you know, learn in that moment. Totally. Yeah. And simple is hard to achieve. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So is Young Oceans a part of a record label or is it like a collective of worship leaders? Because that's kind of what you were talking about at the beginning. No, Young Oceans is just, is really just me and my friends. Um, And we, we distribute music by ourselves. No, we, we are not with a record label technically. Gotcha. And I've seen that you've done a couple like collaborations. What has been the most inspirational to you, you know, when it comes to that um, different, like working with different artists or working with different people um, just kind of, you know, in your music first part. Yeah, we did a record called um, Voices Volume One, and that's kind of, kind of indicates that there'll be a volume two some point. Uh, hopefully next year we'll start working on that. No, that was a fun project because um, we basically brought in a bunch of friends and friends of friends to sing some of our favorite, more of the sort of corporate worship church songs. Um, and and the great thing about that record, I, well, I'm singing on one of the songs, 
but I'm really doing very little on that record, which is really fun. Um, it's it's all these really incredible, real singers um, in in Nashville and around the U.S. who who came and uh, sang on that album, and so there's some pretty big voices on there that there was such an exciting thing that they would do it and say yes to it. Um, and I've had the privilege of um, having a couple other really, really amazing singers cover some of my songs. And so that's a really even more exciting than hearing myself sing it because it, because, <laughs> you know, I don't think everybody, I don't think most people love their voice uh, at the end of the day. Um, it's nice to hear someone else do it. Yeah, definitely. And plus, you know, hearing someone else kind of put out what you put out there, it just kind of makes it more real and makes it more out there. You know, people are, you know, feeling different things and learning more from the Lord because of something that the Lord showed you. Totally. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. So when a new Christian hears your music, what do you most hope that they'll get out of it? One of the things that I, I hope is built into the music is that we try to explore the full um, kind of range of, of human emotion and experience, just like the psalmists did. Um, you know, if you read the Psalms, there's lots of passages that translate into what we now experience in most cases as, you know, modern praise music and worship and praise music. But like, there's also a lot of stuff that um, if you heard it in a song, you'd be pretty freaked out you know, some like pretty heavy language and, and often um, really like, like uh, dangerously sort of vulnerable language. Um, so we try to tap into some of that. Like, honestly, I try to tap into that with the lyrics and I would love for, um, for a, a Jesus follower to, to hear our music and say, Oh, wow. Like they're not limited to, to what this sort of Christian music thing is kind of in a cliche often known for, which is everything's going great. We're fine. All you need is Jesus. And although that is true, I think, I think a lot of people and a lot of it's just per different personalities, but lots of people, that's just not their experience in life, you know? And so they look at happy go lucky Jesus music as being on some level, um, a type of hypocrisy to sing that all the time. Now that now there's other people that are just drawn to it because they themselves are just happy people and that's beautiful. But like I want it to be something that is truly inclusive of all different types of like all different types of believers, if you will. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I know personally whenever I, you know, go to hear a new song or go to review a new album or something know what i'm looking for is something that you don't hear every day because yeah. the stuff that you don't hear typically is the stuff that comes from a place in the heart of vulnerability and a place of you know knowing who god is but it's not necessarily just to put a new song out there it's because you know it's their thoughts and feelings that are coming straight from the lord and i think that's you know the most beautiful thing about christian music is when you can different songs and, you know, you can share those with the world. Yeah, I agree. Totally. Alrighty. So I like to ask everyone that I interview a fun question at the end of every interview. And I've gotten some pretty fun answers with this question. And so it's the one that I ask every single time. Okay. What is your favorite movie of all time? Sorry, my what? 
your favorite movie of all time? Oh, Back to the Future, part one. Oh, yes, that's the best one. Absolutely. I, I have not gotten that answer yet. So. Yeah, mark it down. <laughs> I'll say the last answer that I got was The Grinch. So. Oh, wow. Well, the new Grinch or the old Grinch? The old Grinch. Okay. Yeah, Back to the Future, I have to say. It's a pretty, pretty good answer, solid answer. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, thank you so much for coming on Transform Media. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thanks, Mercedes. And if, if you get a chance, I'd love to point people toward our new music, which is coming out. Our new song is called You Are Not Far. And that might, that's something I'd love for people to, to link up with if they can. Oh, yeah, definitely. For sure. Thank you for tuning in today's segment of Transform Media featuring Eric Marshall of Young Oceans. And don't forget to stream You Are Not Far on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, wherever you listen to music. And the link for that song will be in the bio for this episode. And go follow Young Oceans on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and have a wonderful day.